This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. A good night, Shabbos. Hope everyone is well. We'd like to wish a Tzayscham L'Shalom to Yitzhi Shapiro, who's heading to learn in Eretz Yisrael. He's leaving Mr. Shem in the beginning of this upcoming week. We wish him a lot of Hatzlacha, following his brother's footsteps, who's learning there as well. We wish him to be matzliach, to learn, to grow, and to be continue to be a source of nachas to his family and to call Yisrael. As we read Parshas Re'eh, there's so many messages and so many lessons to take out of this week's Parsha. But we also have to keep in mind that Parshas Re'eh is always read either Shabbos Rosh Chodesh El or Shabbos Mavarchem Chodesh El. There's some direct correlation, some direct connection between this week's parasha and the time we find ourselves in the beginning of or getting into the month of El, which we all know is the start, the kickoff of the Yom Merayim, the beginning to prepare for a very, very important and intense and serious time in the Jewish calendar, which begins with Chodesh El and concludes with Yom Kippur. And we have to see from the Psukim and learn from the Torah how to, how to take away from this week's parasha very important messages for the time we find ourselves. But as we'll dig deeper into the parasha, we'll find that there's some messages that are very timely for the beginning of the new school year. Many people, it's hard to imagine that, you know, school's around the corner. Some people just left the camp, people in the middle of color war. But believe it or not, the school year is beginning and it's a really, uh, it's a new start of a new year. As we know in Judaism, the new year begins with Rosh Hashanah, so we're all right at the, at the beginning of the new year and we're all looking to think about and we should be thinking about a new start and a new beginning. And I believe in this week's parasha there's a very, very strong emphasis on one idea. And I want to bring it out in a few places in a few different ways, but the idea is the same. And the idea is that the Torah tells us in this week's parasha you have to understand the unbelievable effects that the tzibur has on the individual. We have to understand and we have to stop and think and realize how much we are affected by our surroundings, how much we are affected by those around us and those people that come in contact with us on a daily basis. And it really comes out in three different ways. There's a positive effect from the tzibur, there's a negative effect from the tzibur, and then there's a third thing which I want to discuss as well as conflict that comes out from being part of the tzibur. We'll talk about the most positive version of the tzibur, as the Torah tells us in this week's parasha, that when the Jewish people will enter into Eretz Yisrael, they'll have a concept called Maish Hashani, that this special holiness that's given to the grain, to, the, to, the, to, to that that grows from the ground. So the halacha dictates they have to eat it in Yerushalayim. And the Pasuk tells us why, what do you gain by eating in Yerushalayim? The Pasuk tells us, Because by doing so, you will learn to fear HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And the Rishonim all grapple with the obvious question, What does me being in Yerushalayim help my Yerushalayim? And the Rishonim answer, because who lives in Yerushalayim? Who are you going to see? Who are you going to be associated with? When you go to Yerushalayim, you're going to be exposed to great people, tzaddikim, kaihanim, levim, people whose life is about spirituality, people that are not living for this physical world, people that are beyond the physical world. And we know we are affected by our seviva. So the Torah tells us that I want you to go and eat, spend your time eating your produce in Yerushalayim, and I want you to look around and to see and to breathe in the ear of great people. Because when you're exposed to great people, you're around great people, you're near great people, you will be affected. The mantilma will teach you to have Yerush Hashem. Why? Because you're going to watch people that have Yerush Hashem. We all know when we're around good people, we want to be good also. When we're around, surrounded by great people, 
We want to be even greater. That is the effect of the tzibah. That is the impact that the tzibah has on a person. If you're around great people, you want to raise your game as well. You want to join those people that are great and be like them. So the Torah is teaching us right away in this week's parasha the unbelievable power of the tzibah. If I find myself in a place where people are good and they're living a good lifestyle, I will gain from them as well. And that is the positive side of the coin when talking about the tzibah. And this is so important when we talk about who we hang out with, what groups... Who am I going to associate with? I want to do, am I going to go to the group of people that are behaving in, in a tyrannic way? I'm going to be part of the group that's not behaving that way. These are the decisions that we all have to make as we start a new year and we're starting afresh. Who am I going to associate with? Who am I going to connect to? Who am I going to hang out with? Who are the people I want to consider my friends? That's all in a positive light. But we find the same thing comes in a negative way. The Torah tells us in this week's parasha we have a concept called an Iranidachas. We have a city where the, where the majority of the people are sitting at Vaidazara. So the city has to be burned and all the property, everything has to be destroyed. The Torah tells us you take a, make a big pile of all the objects that belong in the city and you burn it. And the Medrash comments, what about the minority of the city? If there's only majority that does Vaidazara, there's a minority that doesn't. And those minority could be tzaddikim. Ask the Medrash, why did their stuff get burnt? The tzaddik is going to have to lose his property. He's a great guy. He's an amazing person. Says the message, but look where he's living. He's living in a city that has right people doing Avaitazara. You also get affected. As much as you might be personally a righteous person, it's impossible to live in a city and not be affected, and therefore your property, your objects also need to be burned because they're in a seviva, they're exposed to an avir, to an environment that's not healthy. So here the Torah tells us the opposite. The negative impact of the majority. If the majority, if the roiv is not behaving properly, you will be affected. And therefore even the tzaddik, his property too needs to be burned as part of the whole city. And this is something we also grapple with. Trying to find ourselves into a group that's not doing the wrong things. Sometimes it's easier to join a group that's having more fun and not following the rules and not behaving like a year is supposed to. But we have to realize we're going to be affected by them. And even if we say, don't worry, it won't affect me. I'm beyond that. I'm above that. It's not so. It's very, very difficult to go against the tide, to go against those that are around you. It's so, so difficult. And therefore the Torah is reminding us again, look at the power. Look at the effect of the tzibur. If you're living in a community where the roiv of the people are not behaving, even your property is tainted, it's affected, and therefore needs to be burned. And perhaps based on this concept that we're seeing now, we can understand a very difficult passage at the beginning of the parasha. The opening passage when Hashem is telling the Jewish people about making decisions in life, Hashem says, Re'eh, look, look what I'm placing in front of you, and all the Mepharshim are bothered. The word Anoichi is singular, Lefnechem is plural. Why the change from the singular to the plural? And the answer is Hashem is reminding us, we're all individuals, we're all singular. But we all have to remember we're all part of a tzibur. And we have to be so careful how we interact with that tzibur. We need to be so careful how we deal with the tzibur. Are we going to gravitate to a tzibur that's behaving and learning and living and acting a way that makes Hashem proud? Such a tzibur we should be part of. Or are we going to sometimes gravitate, perhaps not on purpose, are we going to gravitate to a tzibur that's not following that? So every yachid, every individual... Every every anoichi has to remember there's a lifnechem. There's a tzibur in front of me. We don't live by ourselves. We live in communities. And we have to be part of our community. We have to perhaps make decisions about where we want to live and what schools we want to go to and what schools we want to go to because we are affected by our tzibur. 
And therefore the Torah is reminding us as the onset of the new year begins, we have to refocus and think about where we fit into our tzibah. Where do I fit into my community? Is my community the community, like the Torah tells us, of like the Kehanim, the Levim, that I can be brought up by them? It's like an Yerni and even if I'm the righteous in the Yerenidachas, the terror still reminds us that all your stuff has to get burnt. We are so, so affected by the Saviva, by, by the atmosphere around us. You know, many, for many children, they're starting a new school year in a few weeks. Not so many weeks. Many of the yeshivas are starting next week, the Bata Midrashim. And this is so essential for a student in the yeshiva to remind yourself which group are you going to gravitate to. You're not going to be by yourself. You're not going to be a hermit by yourself. Are you going to gravitate to the to the group of people that are behaving more correctly and following the pa- proper path? Are we chas I'm going to gravitate to the other side. But there's one last element of the tzibah which the Torah tells us in this week's parish as well. The Torah tells us that when we go to be Eil Regal, which we do three times a year on the main three major holidays, the Torah says, U'smachtem, and you should rejoice. So, Zalman Sarotskin points out in the Sefer something which is so true and so, so powerful. Why is the Torah telling me I should rejoice when I'm Eile Regal? And he says, because, you know, it's very easy when you live at home, you live in your little community, you live by yourself, and you think you have the perfect world. You think everything's fantastic. You think you're the wealthiest, you think you're the best, you think you have the best family. It's fantastic. Because you're living in a small world. Then you go Eile Regal. You see thousands and thousands of Jewish people. You're exposed to the mass. And you look around and you say, you know what, I don't have it that great. I thought I had the perfect life and I thought everything was great, but now I look around and I say, you know what? Very nice in my little shtetl, I was the top of the world, but now I'm exposed to more. I see out there that there's people wealthier than me and more successful than me. And you start to get depressed. Says Abzalman Surah, Hashem says, Usmachtem. I want you to be happy with what you have. Don't allow the seaboard, don't allow the mass to make you feel that you're missing something. It's so nice to be exposed to many Jews, but sometimes it comes with a depression. You're exposed to so many people, you say, but I don't live up to them. I'm not, I'm not as successful as them. My children are not as happy as them. I don't have as much money as them. My house is not as big as them. Says the Torah, Usmachtem. I want you to be happy with what you have. That's not why I gave you a seaboard. That's not why I gave you a community so you can compare yourself to them. You be happy with what you have, be happy with your family, be happy with your house, be happy with your situation. The tzibah wasn't given to make you depressed that you're lacking. So in this week's parasha, the Torah is teaching us three essential lessons about how to be part of a community. There's the positive element, there's the chas the negative element, and lastly, there's the conflict that sometimes comes about when we are surrounded by others. I know during the lockdown, many people were thrilled. They didn't have to worry about what they wore. They never went to shul. They didn't have to worry about their clothing. We just lived by yourself. And you, Shalom Aleinafshi, we were so happy. You come out, you go to events, you see people. All of a sudden you start to think about, oh, maybe I'm not as good as them. I'm not as well dressed. I'm missing this. I'm missing that. Says the Torah, Usmachtem. I want you to go and be together with people and be happy. Be happy with what you have. Because all the brachas that you have come from HaKadosh Baruch that's who smacked them of Nehashem Al-Kechem. I want you to be happy. I want you to go together with people, rejoice with people, be around people, and be happy with what you have. Don't look at their family. Look at your family. Look inwards and appreciate what you have. As we get closer to Chaydish El, it's all about our perspective. It's about our perspective, our relationship, our purpose in this world, what we're trying to accomplish and what we're trying to do. And we need to remember we can't do it alone. We are going to be affected by those around us. Let's make sure we make good decisions with those around us. When we make decisions in life, 
big decisions and small decisions, where people move, where they send their kids to school, where they go for summer camp. Even where you sit in shul can make a difference. You're sitting on the side where people are schmoozing. You're sitting on the side where people are not talking. You're sitting, you come into a shul sometimes, the rabbi's giving a speech. Do you sit on the side with the rabbi speaking? Do you go on the side where everyone's schmoozing? You sit down and pull out a safer. There's a lot of different people doing different things. And you have to know where do I want to gravitate? Am I going to gravitate to the people that are doing the right thing or chas v'sham the opposite? And let's, Baruch Hashem, we're, we're, we're able to get together. We're able to come together. We're able to go to simchas. Don't be deterred from getting together because it makes you feel bad. Oh, I'm, I, I feel uh, inadequate compared to other people. No, Hashem says, I want you to be happy. Go out there. Be with people. See other people. Be happy for them, but more than anything, be happy with what you have. Hashem says, I want you to be happy with all the blessings that I've given you. And that's the greatest way to come into the month of El, to appreciate all the brachas Hashem has showered all of us in our individual way, the special things that He's given us. Hashem, as we go through this week's parasha, Shabbos Bavarchim, getting ready for the month of El, let's keep in mind the power of the tzibah, the power of the group around us. And Mr. Hashem, we should be gravitating towards the right side, making good decisions. Akash Baruch should be proud of us. And Mr. Hashem, they should get us off this, a proper start to the month of El in a way that Akash Baruch can see we're preparing, we're ready. We're not going to just stroll into Rosh Hashanah. We're preparing properly, mentally, for such an amazing, amazing day like Rosh Hashanah, Mr. Hashem HaKadosh Baruch Hu should answer all our tefillahs, L'toi V'Kadosh Baruch Hu should only send all of us brachas, v'yeshuas, parnasa for ourselves, for our family, and for all of Klai Yisrael.